The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. Let's be honest. Moms should get more credit. Back when I became a mom, I discovered that people honored my career more than my motherhood. But that's backwards because moms are raising that next generation and the world depends on us to do it well. So moms, this is your time to sit back, relax, and let Channel Mom cheer you on and equip you in your job as a mom because you're doing some of the most important work on the planet. Channel Mom, we encourage moms. Now, here's your host, Jenny Dean Schmidt. Hey, welcome everybody. Welcome to all the moms out there. I am Jenny and this is Channel Mom where we encourage moms because we want you to know that you're amazing and you have great value in this world. All right, so I'm on my phone today. I'll explain that later, but I've got a little news flash for you that might just depress you. But then I've got a solution coming right behind that. So here's the news flash. Research shows only 8% of people will achieve their New Year's resolutions this year. 8%. Wow, maybe that's why I haven't made one. But uh, maybe that's also because I've been waiting around for the solution to the no one keeps their resolutions problem. We've got that solution for you today with our counselor for moms in the house to teach us how to act, like really and truly act on our New Year's resolutions this year. It's going to motivate you and help you and help you reach your goals. So stick around for that in just one minute on Channel Mom. Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom, whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On the radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at ChannelMom.com. The Army National Guard plays a vital role in your community. We're on the front lines supporting essential personnel, first responders, law enforcement, and medical professionals, delivering food, supplies, and medicine, keeping communities safe, making a difference. During emergencies, we're always ready, always there. Learn more about part-time service in the Army National Guard at nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. Hey, welcome back, you guys, to Channel Mom. A shout-out to our moms who are listening in Oklahoma, Omaha and Lincoln, Nebraska, Little Rock, Arkansas, as well as Kansas, and Colorado Springs, Idaho, and our longtime listeners here in Denver. And I think we've added a new station, we're about to, in Illinois. That's so exciting. So welcome to you. Welcome to our podcast listeners. So grateful that you listen. Of course, my hope always is that this show is a blessing to you and reminds you of the importance of your motherhood and and that you're just an important woman because you're raising that next generation. So I hope that today's show is an encouragement to you. Okay, so (laughs) I'm literally sitting in my daughter's bedroom 
uh, on our landline phone, speaking into her clothes, like literally talking into the clothes so that my acoustics are good for you, because it's snowing like crazy, which is a good thing. We needed the moisture, as they say. Um, so that's a good thing. But I did not want to drive down the mountain to the studio. So here I am in my daughter's bedroom. Isn't that kind of appropriate? Um, and actually, she's at home. I was only an empty nester for like two and a half months because both my kids are back home for a little while. Um, and I'm happy. Happy mom. All right. So New Year's resolutions. I'm not sure that moms even have time to make resolutions, let alone keep them. But we're going to dive into that topic today and give you some motivation that you can actually act on those resolutions and make them better and make your year better through them. All right. So first, let's talk about this. What do you think the top three New Year's resolutions are, and I'm going to give you a minute to think about that with a little music. Yeah, that good old Jeopardy music. I hope it helped. Do you have your guesses? They're kind of typical, I'm being honest. I shared with you at the beginning that, uh, you know, a lot of people don't keep their resolutions, but we're going to try to get you there. The top three resolutions for last year, I'm not sure they calculated those for this year yet. Top three resolutions for 2021 were exercising more, losing weight, those actually go together, and saving more money. Pretty typical. Um, but people also resolve to do things like meet their career or job goals, uh, improve their relationships, all of that. But despite our big plans, our big goal sets, our, our resolutions, the survey, at least one survey says only about 8% of people overall, so all, all populations, only 8% achieve their New Year's resolutions each year. In fact, they say a lot of people give up by the end of January. But we want to stop that. We want to help you stop that because I think a lot of moms out there want this year to be different because we've had two really, really, really hard years, and so have our kids. So I want to help you get back on track, even if it's that you're, you're wanting to have a more positive attitude this year. So uh, that is why we invited our counselor for moms into the house today, Jamie Kirkbride, but she also happens to be in her house while I'm in my house, modern technology. It's a good thing we can do this on our phones. Jamie Kirkbride, our counselor and the mo- uh, counselor for moms, I should say, she is here to super simplify your New Year's resolutions and allow you, help you to keep them. Welcome to Channel Mom, Jamie. Thank you. I love being here. Good. I'm so glad. Neither of us could get to the studio. <laughs> and you might <laughs> be we're here in a giant, giant SUV, but you still couldn't get here and I, I do the studio. So I appreciate you being on the line with me. All right. So for starters, I think you've got some slightly different statistics than I do. So can yeah, you well, kind of share some of the stats that you have about people and New Year's resolutions? You bet. I was looking for some optimistic ones, and so the statistics that I found were talking about how 88% of millennials intend to make resolutions, and Gen Xers, 78.6% intend to make those resolutions. Likewise, um, about 78.6% of millennials are optimistic that they will keep their resolutions, and Gen Xers, 72.4% are optimistic that they will keep theirs. So I think we're starting with great optimism, but for some reason people get tripped up. And some of the survey stuff that I was looking at ranked some of those top reasons that people get tripped up. These are the roadblocks. These are the roadblocks. And first I want to say, no offense to Gen Xers or millennials, but they're a little bit younger for the most part than a lot of our audiences. And maybe they've got more time. (laughs) 
more time than the average mom to achieve those goals. So more power to them because a lot of the moms in our audience are mothers to millennials and Gen Xers. So I hope kids do because we'll have a better world if people can keep those uh, resolutions. But you uh, have listed some roadblocks, some things that typically might stop a mom from, from following through on her resolutions and her goals for 2022. You bet. The top two that they identified were lack of self-control and just simply letting it slip your mind. And when you think about those, those are things we, we can have some control over. Okay. Okay. Then to, so explain, how, how can we take, I know you're going to give us an acronym called ACT to help us have those three key steps for actually achieving our goals this year. And we're going to get to that, everybody. But, but what, just when you say that it's, it's, something that we can overcome if it's just our self-control and letting things slip our mind. Can you initially give us some ideas for that? You bet. I think the, the three steps that we want to be sure that we hit are number one, A, the A in ACT is to assess. I think we need to assess where are we currently? What is it that we want or need more of? What is something that maybe we need to reduce or eliminate? What skills are we bringing to the table to help us achieve what it is that we desire? And maybe are there things that are holding us back? What would it take for us to make progress? And at some point, I think we even have to assess, is this something we really want to work at? Is this something we really want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the A in ACT. So if you want to write these down, Jamie's got an acronym. It's ACT. And she's saying step back and assess. And, and when we're doing that, something called our word of the year can come into that. That can be a part of the assessment process. But for the mom that's sitting out there and, and might be saying skeptically, okay, well, I assess every year and I don't like where I'm at and I make a resolution and then I don't do it. So, yeah. so how can you motivate her to get to that place where she takes a little time to start the A and act, which is assess, and, and, and just start that process of assessing what she doesn't like, what she would rather be doing, how much better she'd like to be, all of those things. How does she do that with very little time on her hands? It is hard. It, it's hard to find that time. And I know as a mom of seven that sometimes your only time is in the bathroom behind a closed door, in a warm shower. That's enough time to turn your thinking around. It truly is enough. And I think when people hear resolutions, sometimes we groan and moan and maybe we even just feel this instant overwhelm and, and possibly even shut down. And I just really want to encourage you, if that is how you feel about resolutions, I get it. And don't worry so much about a resolution, but think of just a simple word of the year. If you could just kind of think through some of those questions that we assess, what might sum some of that up? Is it maybe that you need rest? Maybe your word for the year is rest. Maybe your word is action. Maybe you think about a lot of things, but you just don't really take action. Maybe you need peace. You need more peace in your life. You need a reduction of stress. You need to be able to connect better in your family. Maybe your word's connection. Just sum up what those thoughts, what the themes are that you might feel or as you see them on paper, that theme might come out to you. And, and that's really a simple way to make your resolution is just focus on a word. So if all of it is overwhelming, just the word. Yeah. And you and can you just give like the very quick, very quickly, the five steps 
that a woman can take, that a mama out there could take it. And their kids, they could do it with their kids. I'm going to do it this weekend with my daughter to find the word of the year. Um, I, I attend something called Christian Women's Business Organization, and they got together, and, and I often participate in things like this, where you find your word, um, and, and you, you pray about it, and you seek God and all that. So I'd like your five steps. If a mom out there says, yeah, I don't want to do a resolution, a whole you know, three or four sentence resolution, or a number of resolutions, I want to do one word. How does she get there? Well, a lot of these same questions that we just asked, that you would go back and you would try to assess with yourself, what is it I want more of? Was it, what is it that I want less of? Those would be the questions that you would, you would start with, and you would start, you know, taking inventory in your mind of, of where you currently are and where it is that you want to be. Okay. And what will it take to get there? What is that next step? Okay. And then you also mentioned, because I also looked at your five easy steps to choose a word, you also mentioned spending some time meditating and praying once you get some words and, and, and then writing a few down and then, and then going time. through the proce- process of elimination, right? Right. You know, in, in the blog post that I had on the word for the year, I actually have a list of a hundred words to kind of get your mind thinking, kind of helping you sort through things. And as you sort through those words, you know, cross out the ones that don't appeal to you, circle the ones that do, narrow it down, spend some time in prayer, spend some time reading God's Word, uh, visiting with your friends, visiting with a spouse, maybe visiting as a family. And I think it can help you kind of figure out, you know, what's what's really luring my spirit this year, and, and ask that God would, you know, reveal that to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love that we're talking about this on a Friday. Because I, I know weekends are busy for moms, but there's also a time where moms can say, on Saturday morning, I'm going to get up early, or on Sunday after church, or on Sunday morning before church, whatever it is, maybe you don't attend church, whatever it is that you do, you've got two days ahead of you where you can put your foot down to your family and say, I'm taking an hour. I'm taking an hour to do these steps that Jamie is suggesting. They can go to your blog. Um, you are at parentingwithpersonality.com, and the blog is Five Easy Steps to choose a word for the year. You can start with that, and then you can go through her steps that she's sharing with us right now, which are the ways to act. She calls it three key steps, three key steps to achieve your goals this year, and, and she will um, repeat how you find that. But I would suggest take some time, grab a cup of joe, grab a cup of coffee, go find your favorite chair or your favorite closet. I used to hide in a closet. <laughs> um, and, and just <laughs> give some time to yourself so you can say, you know what, I'm going to do it differently this year. I'm really going to find out what I need. I'm going to pursue that with God's help, and I'm going to achieve that word. I'm going to get through with that word. I'm going to, I'm going to uh, you know, heal myself and help myself with that word. All right, so we're back to the three key steps to achieve your goals this year, and you have created this acronym called ACT, and you say the A in ACT is assess, and that means ask yourself questions like, what do you need more of? Um, How willing are you to work toward what you need more of? What will take, um, let me see, I'm trying to read with my contacts in the closet. What will it take to make progress in this area? Things like that. Ask yourself assessing questions, and again, you can get direction on this from Jamie. So that's the A in ACT. Uh, which is assess. What does the C enact? It's to commit. And this is where we really start asking ourselves, what steps am I willing to take to make this happen? And I think, honestly, Jenny, this is why sometimes it skips our mind, why it's not in front of us. And so if we're thinking of ways that we commit to things that really matter to us, we don't just decide what will it take to get us there, but we need to decide, like, how much time will I commit each week to make this happen? 
Or how can I evaluate if I'm on track? Or what will I do if I find myself getting off track? And who are two people that can maybe support you or hold you accountable to that goal? Are you willing to maybe even set up a three-month, a six-month, or a nine-month check to see how you're doing? And this is really important. What reminders can you put in your path? If we know that that's one of the biggest roadblocks, we can control this. You know, I remember some years um, putting just a decorated white index card with my word on it somewhere where I would see it on my desk or by my mirror. And you could make it as simple or as pretty and decorated as you want, but just having that word in front of you. I know one year I had a mug that had my word on it. Another year I had a bracelet, and that bracelet had my word on it. But something that will continually put that in front of us. Maybe it's books that you order that revolve around that theme, but finding ways that you can put it in your path. And I think also how we celebrate meeting and achieving the goal. Think of maybe some ways to kind of reward yourself along the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so you, um, the A in ACT is assess, the C in ACT is commit. And I love that you have found a way for moms, and, and for their kids too, you can guide your kids through this, to say, I'm going to get over that hurdle of People allow their resolutions and their goals for a year to slip their mind. They literally, I mean, I, I <laughs> recently found a crumpled up New Year's resolution from like three or four years ago because the kids and I made them and then I stuffed them into something. My, I think my husband did too, but I stuffed them in somewhere like it was a secret. And you're saying, don't keep it a secret. Don't allow it to slip your mind. Go buy a mug with the word on it or, or yeah. buy a bracelet with the word on it or, or write it on a pretty card and put it next to your mirror. I love that, Jamie, because that keeps us accountable. And, and, well, and women love jewelry, so putting that on our bracelet is a great idea. Um, <laughs> right. And you can order it online. Again, we're not asking you to spend a bunch of money, but you could probably order a little bracelet with, you know, those little letter um, pendant charm things that you can put on a bracelet with your word on it. Right. So I love that. You just keep it front and center. Keep the word somewhere that's lovely, and, and you know, it reminds you every single day. That's fantastic. So the C is commit. What is the T? Take action. And I think taking that action is really important. We declare it. You know, are you willing to put it out there, not hide it in a notebook, but say to somebody, this is what I'm going to focus on this year. And I think this is one reason we keep it quiet is because in a way we don't really want people to know if we don't achieve it. But then that makes not achieving it even easier. So I think we need to declare it. We need to say, okay, this is what I'm going to focus on. This is where I want to be a year from now. And when you put it out there, there is an extra layer of accountability. You know, what will it take to just move one step ahead in that area? And write that down. And, and this next week, focus on that one next step. I think it's also important, Jenny, that we consider, you know, do we have limiting beliefs? Is there something that that maybe holds me back? Is it that I don't think I have time? Is it that I don't think I have financial resources? Is it that I don't think I have the energy for it? And whatever it is that that limiting belief might be, I think it's important that we work to change that because changing that is what inspires the hope and the growth and the ability to change. And, you know, saying to ourselves, I am growing in this way. I will find the financial resources. I am going to see how God provides. And when we start changing the way we talk to ourselves, it changes our feelings, and our feelings change our action. Right, right. So I really think that it's important to look at what might be holding me back, what's limited me in the past, and then how are we going to measure our success? And will I journal the, the progress I'm making? Will I check in with a friend? And 
I think that that accountability is a really key step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so you know, you have the A in, in ACT, which is assess. So this weekend, we're challenging moms, or maybe even in the next week, to sit down, assess what you really need right now, what you want more of and what you want less of. And, and that can help you come up with a word or a phrase. It doesn't have to be a word of the year. It can be a phrase. And then to commit to it. And the way that you commit to it is write it down. Tell people. Put it up on a card somewhere. Put it on a bracelet. Put it on a, a mug or something. I love that. And I, I'm, I'm, you're challenging me to do this this year. And, and to, to do, not hide <laughs> it and tuck it away somewhere. And, and to challenge my children to do the same because you're setting a, an example for your children. And then finally, you're talking about taking action. Let me tell you, I think this is the part that right now is intimidating a lot of women. And they're saying, I don't have time to take action. Or maybe I don't have a supportive spouse who will help me take action. Or maybe I don't know who to, you know, make my accountability partner. Or I just, I don't feel like I have enough energy to take action on this. How do I move forward through the mud of life, especially of the pandemic life, and get past those things and take some action? And and I love that you say, um, do you have a way to measure your success? Um, or what steps are going to take just in one week to move closer, just in bite-sized pieces. So would you suggest that maybe even in your calendar, you, could, you can pull out your phone calendar, and I actually have a paper calendar, and just put some margin in your weeks, you know, in the next three weeks, like this is where I'm going to spend my time taking action on my goal. Right. That would be a perfect way to do it. You know, I can totally identify I keep a horribly messy desk more often than I would like. And I was so overwhelmed by the mess of it that I just had to say, okay, today I just need to do one one thing that will get me closer to my end goal, which was a clean desk that I could function on. So one day I just said, today I'm going to get all books off my desk. Um. Make a pile of just the books. I don't have to tackle the papers, the mess. I don't have to file. I'm just going to get the books. And so approaching your next week that way, what would be those books that you could start stacking up and getting out of the way? You know, if it relates to organization, finding, you know, I will just do 30 minutes of organization this week. And then I'm going to write down what it is that I cleaned. If it's that maybe you want to connect with people better, I am going to make one phone call this week. And this is where I will keep track of who I call. You know, just that next step, and it doesn't have to be huge, but it's the next best step to move you along toward your goal. Yeah. And you don't have to, you could even do it once. I mean, I'm not late to everything, but I'm chronically like two minutes late. And I could just say, I'm going to be on time to one thing this week. And, and I love that you give those bite-sized pieces because to say I'm going to be on time for, you know, 14 things this week is like, that's no deal for me. So, so I love right. that you're saying one thing at a time. I want you to get to a special announcement, but I'm going to quickly say, I love that Jamie says share your word. It almost forces you into it more. Because now everybody knows, and, and maybe that's a good thing. And, and I had a word of the year a year or two ago that I, well, I had one that was blessing, and I thought, oh, that sounds kind of boastful to share. And then another year, I, a word I had one year was priest, and I thought, oh, my goodness, people are going to think I'm so arrogant that, I'm, I, you know, that my word is priest. But, but God was calling me to, to, to act as a priest in the way that I could for mothers, to, to bring them closer to him, to speak his good words into their life, things like that. And, and yet I was afraid to share it with anybody, so I didn't live it out the way that I should have. So I encourage right. people to do what you're saying, and that is tell people so that you can take action. All right. You have a way to help moms to get your tips, to get your pointers, to get them to these blogs with these tips that you're talking about. Announce it. What do you got going on? I, I am super excited to announce that Parenting with Personality now has an app. Wow. And I wish we had yes. a post. Michael can go yes. dig that up for you. 
<laughs> you can, you can, it was part of my goal for the year was because my word is impact and I want to be able to make a difference in the, in the lives of moms and families and have that ripple effect on children. And I, I just so dreamed of finding ways that some of this content that I had stored up could actually get in the hands of busy moms. And our phones are often in the hands of busy moms. So I thought, what better way than to put help and hope and encouragement right there in the palm of your hand. And so currently we are in a beta phase where you can download it from a website and it can function on your phone or your computer at this point. But very soon it will be approved and available through Apple and Google stores. And I'm super thrilled if people go to um, the Facebook page for Parenting with Personality or parentingwithpersonality.com, you'll find more information there on how you can download the app. And I'm super excited to be including a free course for moms on this app. And this this course is called Five Days to a Refreshed Mom, and it would be a great way to start your year just getting some perspective, some purpose, some just play, <laughs> yeah. all of those super important P words that help moms feel refreshed and ready to go. And so I'm super excited that I can offer that free to any mom that gets on the app. That's awesome. New app with parentingwithpersonality.com. Just go to parentingwithpersonality.com, follow her on Facebook. You can get a link to the app. That's fantastic, Jamie. And I think they can even get to the blog about today, about acting, those, those three keys to achieving their goals this year. They can get to that. They can get to how to find their word of the year, all kinds of wonderful stuff. And that free course that you're giving them, five days to a refreshed mom, I think I might sign up because I could use that. Um, and so, so bless you. I'm so proud of you. That's fantastic. And I hope moms will look up the app. And thank you so much for being on Channel Mom, my dear. You bet. Anytime, Jenny. Thank you. Oh, God bless. And happy, successful New Year, and may you reach your goals. Yes. You too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. This is the time in the show that if nobody has thanked you yet this year for all you do as a mom, all you sacrifice, all you put into your kids to raise them well for, for God, for the world, to, to help them contribute to the world, I know that you do an enormous amount to raise your children well. So I'm here to thank you. You're beautiful, beautiful women as you raise those babies well. I just, when I'm out and about, I always look at women and their faces and how they're loving their children well. So thank you for all you do. Remember to check us out, channelmom.org. You can pray for us. You can find out all of our resources for moms you know or for you. We help moms on the ground and in the airwaves, and I'd love to have you check those out. And uh, also, you can donate to us. Be one of our partners. We got super blessed in the last couple months. So grateful for our donors. You're making it possible for us to love and serve moms and their kids. God bless you guys. A blessed New Year to you. I hope today's show was a huge help to you. And uh, yeah, there's the music. I was waiting for the music because I'm kind of stuck here in a bedroom not knowing what's going on in life a boost of encouragement. Would you consider supporting us in order to keep our broadcasts on the air and serve moms and kids on the ground? We need help from listeners like you. You can support us through a one-time donation or by signing up to be a monthly partner at an amount of your choice. Just go to channelmom.org and click donate at the top of the page. New monthly donors will receive a special gift package in the mail. While research shows moms are undervalued and families are struggling to stay together, Channel Mom works to lift up motherhood and add value to your family. We depend on donors like you to provide outreach to at-risk moms in prison and homeless shelters or dealing with single motherhood. Our life-changing programs are over capacity, so your donation will help us serve more moms and kids. Be a part of the change you want to see from others and families. Visit channelmom.org and click donate. We thank you for your generous support, and may God bless you for coming alongside Channel Mom.